What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Booth Podcast. My name is Ken, along my co-host. Um, and welcome to the episode, or welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, love, and the deep things you can't talk about with anyone else. Did I, I didn't say that. Yeah, okay, sorry. Um, as you can see, or if you're new here, this is kind of like a new setup. We're just experimenting right now, seeing how it is. So let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, I guess this doesn't really apply to matter you. Yeah. yeah. But it's basically, if to, to put it into scenario, uh, we have posters behind us. We got Rocky poster, we got the Batman poster, the recent one. And I have a blonde poster by Frank Ocean. And we're sitting on a couch. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all that's really new. But welcome to episode 76? Seven? 77 or 76, whichever one, you know? Probably correct myself there, but um, yeah, guys, you know it's been a busy week. I know people just started going back to school, so if you are, yo, good luck to you. Oh yeah, you dude, know, have fun. Yeah, if school's not for you, you'll just drop out. Um, unless you're in high school, that, that's a no. You know, just finish high school. You know, that's essential. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, what's 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 going on with you? Um. Before we dive into like our, our topics and shit, today. I guess the newest thing is that, I mean, it's still my film that I'm working on. That's just still the newest thing that I got mm. going on. I've um, been working with a really solid team. This one feels it feels different. Feels different. It feels different in the sense that it doesn't feel like a school project. Mm-hmm. I feel like. The school project, even though it really felt like that was as legit as it gets, it still felt like a school project just because I felt like I had to be with a bunch of other classmates. Fair, fair. Um, this one is obviously just people that I know, not within the industry, but within like, like they're they're like a little bit above me for sure. They're like people that are really working hard in making it and like. Like, they have a drive that's, like, bleeding into you. Yeah, and it's been really nice to have. It's a change of pace, and I really like having a solid team like them to work around and, like, also keep me sharp because I have been out of it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fun. Uh, I'm excited for production to start. Me all, too. All the stuff is technical right now. Yeah. All the technical work, and then all the work afterwards is also going to be mm. more technical. But I do hope to have this one done very very soon you heard you're making a film uh, what's it about my film is called what once was forever it's about it's about love it's not a love story necessarily i mean it is but it's also not it's just a story about love and how like it doesn't always work out the way you want it to be someone that you might think is the one is just another one Ooh. it's not the one that's um, my 2019 and it's just, it's also just like we've been talking about this on the podcast so many times where it's just like some people are just meant to be chapters in your life. Some people are not meant to be there forever. And that's basically what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, spoiler alert, you know, if the title didn't already give it away, that like yeah. the couple doesn't end up together. Um, it's supposed to be a reflection of how most people view their relationships in the past, where it's like you remember all the fun moments in like a short glimpse of time. Um, like, they happen so quickly, you know, 
This is when you're having fun. That's how it, how it works. Kind of just just goes, man. Life quickly, mm-hmm. and then but you do remember a lot of the the painful moments. Like it lasts pretty long. Yeah, yeah like breakups. Yeah, they kind of sting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I feel like the ending monologue for the main character for Jalen is like. It can be very, very relatable. It's, it's, mm. it's. I mean, you guys will have to hear it. I think. Yeah, I've, I've heard part of it. Yeah, it's really. I, I wrote it from the heart, and mm. it's funny because this script honestly started because I heard the sound on TikTok, and I think about love. I think about us, mm. and like that's it. That yeah. That's, and then once I heard that, and a couple of Joey Kidney TikToks. Mm-hmm. Once I heard a bunch of Joey Kidney texts, he's, he's a poet. No, I know. I follow him. I just started writing. And yeah. that's when, like, that's why there's a line at the end where I think it's, co- it, if I'm not, if, if my memory serves me right, it's even if we weren't forever, at least we were once upon a time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I have fire in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though, like, it's not the craziest line, I just thought, like, mm-hmm. wow, that's that's nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's how that's going. Um, I think I'm gonna do more dramas mm. moving forward. I know I wanted to do action, yeah, but like I feel like the stories that feel the need, the most need for me to tell, are th- the ones that I can relate to the most. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the the best tip that I've seen is like, if you don't have a burning passion to tell that story, then it's not a story you're gonna tell. That's true. But if you feel the need to get it out, you will tell it. Yeah. In any way that you you can, and like, yeah, and there's there's so many different stories that I want to tell, and it's not just all about heartbreak. Yeah. It's gonna be about other stuff too. <laughs> like. Yeah, but the heartbreak ones are good, man. They really you know? are. They really are. Like, like, um, I remember I watched um past lives, mm. right, about a month or two ago, and yeah, you know, that thing was so it was it was sad, but it was like reality. Yeah. You know. And it was just like, oh, it's about, not heartbreak, but it's like, it's heartbreaking though. Yeah. Right? And it was just, have you watched it? No, no, no. Yo, good and bad film. It's like, you want it to end the way you want it, but it's not, it doesn't happen because reality, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just, it, it hit different for me yeah. for certain reasons. I believe in that. that yeah. That's why mine is ending like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember everyone hated the ending of How I Met Your Mother. No, no, exactly. That's what I tied it to. I'm like, oh, it's the same thing, bro. Everyone hates the ending of How I Met Your Mother, but I'm like, that's life. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's sometimes, why I like it. Yeah, and sometimes you know, you don't you don't get the happy ending you want. It's for the other person's happy ending, not yours. Yours is just a little ways down the road, and I'm still waiting for that. My favorite, my favorite thing is like that I've heard is <clears throat> when Robin. Oh no, when Barney, well, I don't know if it was Robin or Barney, but they said, don't think of this as a failed marriage. Think of it as a very successful one that just didn't last very long. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was really good. It was, it was, man. They think of it like, maybe this was a really great relationship, but it just wasn't meant to last very long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a failed relationship, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, a way out, but it, 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 it works. It, it's comforting. It's yeah. more comforting than like, Yo, we broke up. Like, no, no, we had good memories. We, exactly. You know, a lot. I've seen a lot of people, and a lot. I hear a lot about a, a lot, bunch of relationship relationships where, you know, it was very good for like five, six years, but then it just it just stops, mm. right? And then that happened to um, one of my old coworkers, right? 
she found that like they dated for like six seven years right to the point where they were talking about like moving in together marriage and everything but they broke up yeah right a year later she already found another guy and like she seems like way more like happier yeah i'm just like you know when you when you hear people in like like five-year relationships you'd expect them like yo you ask them is she the person that you're gonna marry right and they're usually like yeah I mean, it's great that they think that, right? I'm like, but you also, you never know. And I think that's scary to hear, yeah. right? I'm like, oh, you want to make it last if it's five years already. You know, it's like, yo, you're locked in, right? And then for shit to go down, it's like, damn, you have to start over again. Mm-hmm. Damn. I love seeing those rules on TikTok of, like, h- how we maintain a long-lasting and healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I think we brought this up in the last podcast. I mean, there are so many ways. There are so many ways, but like one in particular, I think it was, I just saw another one that was like um, to always have novelty, always have like a new, new experiences in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it starts getting to that boring stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're always like, okay, let's say, I don't know, we, we've always done this. Let's Let's try doing something that's really out of our comfort zone together. Because then you can share new experiences that you would never have with yourself, mm. with, with that person, and then now you get to, like, experience life in a different way. Yeah. Because it's, it's one thing to, like, yeah, we spent our whole lives together, but, like, doing stuff that aren't things that you normally do with other people, mm. and then sharing, like, a whole different experience, mm. it brings you a lot closer. No, yeah, 100%. You ever see, the, like, okay, for example... Whenever, like, your friends have hung out outside without you, they're coming back and they have all these new inside jokes and they have, like, yo, yeah, you remember yeah. when this happened? It's, like, now they're that much closer and you kind of feel a bit of, like, distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it should be, I feel like, in a relationship. Like, you should be, like, having so many new and fun experiences with this person. Like, intimate moments, everything, right? Yeah. You can joke. That, that you're, like... Mm. Everyone goes like, wow, I'm like, I want that. Yeah. I'm jealous of that. Mm-hmm. You know, not in a bad way, but in a way that's like everyone can want and thrive in mm-hmm. a relationship. Yeah. That's why I see a lot of people like they, relationships are, they say, yeah, it's getting boring. I'm like, yo, just try new shit. Yeah. Right. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yo, who said it has to yeah. be like always talking? Like you guys can like do pottery. Mm. You guys can knit if you wanted to. I did see that one. Pottery. You got, you got, bro, there's so many things you can do. Yeah. Like guys. I'm telling you, if to to any of the dudes or the girls that need like date ideas and shit, mm. I have right here. I don't know if you can see from there, but this whole list that I have, I'm gonna I have like compiled where it's like cafe. This is all in Toronto though. It's like cafes, restaurants, um, things you can do in Toronto, right? But yeah, I have an idea for uh, dates and shit. So hit me up because I can help you guys go on the dates that I can't go on right now. Yeah, that's literally it. Like every time someone talks about a date, I'm like, "Yo, I got you." Yeah. Like, go enjoy that shit and tell me how it is. I wanted to bring us to this, uh, to this TikTok, and we can talk about it and see if we agree or not. Um, these are five ways you may be unintentionally invalidating your partner's feelings. Number one, trying to immediately fix the thing they feel sad about. Guilty. Yeah. I feel I like that's all dudes. Yeah. Most men. Yeah. 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 Because it's for, the, for guys, it's like, yo, you have a problem? All right, let's fix it. Yeah. Let's, let's go work, straight let's into it. it. Yeah. 
right? It's like, why, why stay being like that? You know what I mean? It's like, yo, I, I know, I know the way out. Yeah. You know, you want to come or no? Like that's usually like my thought process back then, yeah. right? Um, yeah, it, it it gets you in a lot of fights. It's like, yo, I'm just, I just want to. The girl just wants to be listened to. Yeah, it's like just, just comfort me. Literally, that's all it is. Yeah, that happens to me a lot, and I've learned to just ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you need right now? Mm-hmm. Do you need comfort, or would you want advice? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always important to ask questions before you proceed with unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Next, thing you know. Next, thing you know, there's you create more of a gap. Actually, yeah, you create more distance because now they're trying to tell you how they feel. And instead of feeling supported and feeling comforted, you're like now saying, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do this? Yeah. Let's try and do that. It can make a person feel stupid. Like, oh, you're right. Like, why didn't I do this? Why and I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they know what to do. It's just like they're just crying it out or like yeah. talking it out. Right. And they 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 already have, number one, t- taken a big step in just telling you mm-hmm. what's wrong. And for you to go and say, let's do this instead. Makes them go okay. Like I fucked up. Mm-hmm. I need you to comfort me. Fuck up. Yeah. And you're here trying to now change mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah, it could create more space. You could create an environment where they don't have space to express their feelings, and now they feel like oh, I don't want to open up to them again because if I open up to them now, it's gonna create like mm-hmm. all these random like, oh, here's how yeah. we can fix you. Yeah. And later on. You're going to think like, yo, we have no problems. Yo, she has a problem building up. Mm-hmm. And she's probably bleeding it on to like her friends. Like, yo, he's doing this and that. Right. Or I feel this way. And you're you're going to create um, not a not a safe space for her anymore or that person in general, right? And that's when you start to ruin the relationship, yeah. right? So you got to, if, okay, if, if your partner or the person you're talking to is just venting, just let them, mm-hmm. just let them honestly, eventually they'll come to solutions. Right, and that's when you'll you'll be ready to have a helping hand, you know. Just be there, like that's what all they really want. It's like I want someone who's just there to listen and comfort me right now, you know. Because I mean, there's already go- a lot going through their head, right? Or going, they're going through and shit. So it's like, you know, just be there. You know, that's that silence is like amazing for them sometimes. Yeah, that's, sometimes that's that's the most you could do. Mm-hmm. I think this one I'm guilty of. I mean, for sure. But also, this is one that I hate as well, when it's like done towards me too. Mm. By adding a but to the end of your apology, or trying to explain why they shouldn't feel that way. Yeah, I, I not maybe not the last one, but the first one for sure. What do you mean? Like I always, I, I not always, but I've, I remember a time where I always added a but to my apology. Like yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. And then what would you say next? Like, but this was my intention. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what your intention was. It kind of just matters that, like, this is what how I feel right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, now this reminds me. Yeah, I know I'm guilty of this. Because it's like saying, like, for example, if I hurt you, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry I hurt you, but I did, like, it's like now you're just neutralizing your apology. It's mm-hmm. like you don't really mean it. Yeah. Right? That's an excuse. It's just like, yo, you should be understanding me. Yeah, because the fact is, is you hurt. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm guilty of that. Trying to explain why they shouldn't feel that way. Um, I don't I don't remember a time specifically that I've done it. 
Maybe I have. Maybe mm-hmm. we're all guilty of it. But yeah. Yeah, yo, that got me. Uh, that got me fucked <laughs> one time. Uh. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're me and the girl, we're talking about like how often we want to see each other in like a week, mm-hmm. right? I t- I said, ah, oh, dude. I said I, I don't want to see you every day. Right, I'm like, because I'm like, I'm busy and shit. Like, I'm probably only can can only see you like once or twice a week. <laughs> and then, first things out of her mouth were, "That's that was kind of rude." <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean?" It's like you don't want to see me every day. I'm like, I do, but like realistically, like I can only see you once or twice a week. I was being logical as fuck, bro. It's yeah. so bad. Okay. Right, and then like you realistic, like think about it. I can only see you once or twice a week, and I don't want to see you every day. That part got her. That part got her when as soon as I said I don't want to see you every day, and then, and then that's when I'm like, oh my god, I fucked up, right? I'm like, cause I mean, I, I want my space. You want your space, right? Very reasonable, right? And then she was like, yo, that, that's kind of like that's that's still kind of rude. I'm like, all right, do you? I asked her, do you want to see me every day? She's like, no. Oh, don't. I'm do like, that. And, and then I, no, when we did something, I'm like, exactly. And then I'm like, oh, Ken, you're you're fucking up, you're fucking up. Um, yeah. And then she was quiet. She's like, ouch. I was like, oh, I'm like, Don't oh, I'm like, that, yo, I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. right? But I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, you know, it just it just kind of makes sense. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, yo, you're fucking up. I was fucking up, bro. And then yo, taking we weren't even dating yet. This is like before we started dating, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um. Yeah, so she, I was trying to, I was trying to apologize. Everything this time I didn't say any buttons. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, I fucked up. I'm like, I'm sorry that I said that. I didn't mean it that way. I'm, I'm just trying to think of more logical. Of course, I want to see you every day. Mm-hmm. She's like, ended the call. I'm like, all right, this is like one a.m. And then I, I didn't I'm like, all right, I'm not going to sleep until like I get a call or text back, right? Because I'm like, she, she's gonna call me back. Ten minutes pass. She calls me. Right, and then oh no no no, I think like yeah, ten minutes pass. I call her, and then, um, for ten minutes straight, she doesn't talk, and it's just me the whole ten minutes apologizing, explaining myself, over explaining because I'm like yo, I didn't I didn't mean it like that, right? I'm like ah, uh, comfort trying to comfort her. She ends the call again. I'm like oh, damn, fuck, I can't fuck this one up. Yeah. Calls me back like two minutes later. She's like first thing is that her word, not her mouth. I'm done crying. I'm like, oh, I made her cry. That shit got me. And then we, then she was like, just don't say shit like that. I'm like, oh, I promise to be better with my words and everything, right? Yeah. And then we were good. We were good after. I'm like, yeah, yo, that's the, not the biggest fuck up, but it's like, yeah, I fucked up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, that happened. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, man, it was like, it was, I was still learning, you know? <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. But like it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's it's just I feel like it's so different when you're like there's the relationship filter of how you go about saying things. No. And then how you go about saying things with your boys. Yeah, it's yeah. It's very different. Yeah. Cuz we can take it, but Yeah, yo, it just it just leaked, man. It's like, yo, what like this is the most logical reason there is, and I was like, "Oh, yep, forgot." Anyways, uh, number three, <laughs> by going straight into an explanation as opposed to focusing how they feel, 
about what they experienced. We kind of touched on that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did. I was explaining, but then I had to switch it up. Like, nah, I know how you feel. I'm sorry. That's why when, like, when I know that I've done now nowadays, when I know that I've done a bad thing, <laughs> or like I like said something maybe that was off putting, I just go. I, number one, I apologize right away because mm-hmm. you can tell when someone has a yeah bad reaction to whatever you just said. Mm-hmm. But there's that, and then it's like it's also like, what are you feeling right now? Is there mm-hmm. any way that I can like comfort you? Just right off the bat, like, mm-hmm. or, or do you need space? Like, what is it that you need? Like, I'm really sorry, because then now that opens up like they can talk to you now they want to. Like, they have the, the freedom to say what they need to say and let it all out. Mm-hmm. And number two, you're not parenting. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing that I used to do because, like, that was, the, that was the first form of love that I've ever received was my parents parenting. Mm-hmm. And they would always justify it with, I'm your parent. Like, this is how it looks like. This is how love looks like. And so when... When you get into a relationship, it's not about parent because parenting is a hierarchy, mm-hmm. right? Parents and then then there's you, right? It goes like that. So in a relationship, it's not you and then your partner. It's you guys are pretty equal on the mm-hmm. on the on like you know on the surface. So if you were to treat them like if you were to explain to them, you're treating them like a kid, and that's not how you go about things at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just like oh. Like, I messed up. Like, I'm going to come for you and I'm going to be there for you in any sort of way that you need. And then when it's the time for us to have, like, a logical conversation, then it's like, okay, sure. Like, I'm sorry I did that. This was what was going through my head. I know it wasn't right, but that's that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll get in. They'll be in a place to be like, I understand, but it's not cool. Whatever. Like, yeah. They can, you can have a a more simmered down conversation at that point and it's not so like but you hurt me mm. and i yeah <laughs> but this is what i was trying to do no it's not i'm hurt mend my wounds yeah me mend my wounds and then we can talk you're like responsible for this damage yeah basically <laughs> handle the situation before we can have a logical yeah. conversation yeah. about something yeah that's why it's important to watch your words oh yeah big time Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw you move it, so. <laughs> Number four, not creating the space for their emotions to just exist. Ask me if I'm okay right away. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if if you hurt me or if I'm hurt and you're not asking me, like, yo, are you okay? Like, do you need yeah. comfort or advice or whatever needs space? If you don't do that, like, and you just go straight into, like, maybe not even saying anything mm-hmm. for a while or even just, like, moving forward, moving on. Um, I'm hurting right now. Like, are mm. we not going to talk about the elephant in the room? Yeah. If you allow someone to just hurt and you're not asking them if they're okay or you f- if you just kind of, like, don't say anything, they are not only just hurting in the silence, but they're probably overthinking a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it causes a lot of more damage. Mm. Because it's not just like it was, like, a punch like it wasn't like you know yeah it was a stab like now i'm mm. bleeding out like yeah it's either you're gonna come to my aid or it's just gonna continue to hurt and mm. you know what i mean yeah 
So that's how I feel that that's talking about. Mm-hmm. Like if there's no space for me to go, this is how I'm feeling and venting it out, then nothing's being fixed. Mm-hmm. And then you just end up like hurting yourself a little bit. Yeah. Right. Or like it's a person that got, that got hurt. It's like, damn, oof. like I'm going to start getting this sort of like resentment towards you yeah, without, yeah. without even like thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. Cause it feels like you don't care. Yeah. And like the more you do that, where you don't create a space for the other person to like, you know, talk about things. Yeah. Everything builds up and then eventually that's the downfall of your relationship. It shit happens, man. You always got to ask your partner, like if you hurt them, like, are you okay? And everything, you got to make sure you're there. Right, even if it was your doing, you gotta make sure you're there because you're responsible for that doing. Yeah. Right, and you gotta like to be genuine, man. Like, if you really care about this person, would you really want them to be going through this? Yeah. Right. It's like you gotta you gotta step up. Yeah. You know. Sorry, super random point because what we're saying, for sure, it to us like it really works. Um, a lot of people might 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 try all these things and it won't work. Listen, well we're. What we're talking about, mending and fixing a, a, like a problem within a relationship, maybe not right away, but like as, as, um, as efficiently as possible is super important and healthy. And it's, it's how a lot of healthy relationships move forward. If you're not experiencing that, um, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> it's easier with the right person. Yeah, yeah. It's easier with a person that's on the same maturity level. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder with someone that's not been taught this, uh, grown up in a in an environment where they can learn how to do this. Yeah. Um, so if you're not experiencing this, either you be patient with your partner. Yep. If your partner was not taught this, and also really, really, because the thing is, in fights, you really get to know how a person is. Yeah. You know how they react to when they're really upset and how they how they react when they're really sad. Mm. This is them at their most vulnerable state and how now you respond to that mm. is what makes or break the relationship as well because you can either like accept them and like kind of like grow grow through it, mm-hmm. grow with it or you could kind of just like you know, not be with it. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, and then the, the day, like, is this, is it worth it for them, yeah. right? To be putting yourself through the patience of it all, yeah. or like really doing all these things because that's yeah, same thing. Yeah, what makes or breaks it. Yeah, right. So, be patient. Honestly, if if you're with a person who um has a hard time expressing their feelings or anything like that, my best advice is wait. Well, yeah, one, be patient. Also, push a little bit. Yeah, right. You gotta like keep pushing to the point where it's like they let it out. Right, like I had to do that, yeah, in order for like the girl that I was seeing, like to like really get her emotions out, yeah. right, and it, it worked, yeah, right, and then eventually they start getting better. They start telling you like a little faster than than like later, and then it's like, all right, cool, you know, it's little things, but it works, yeah, right. So that's my piece of advice, you know. It's like a push and pull. I feel like obviously you don't push to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what we're saying. We're saying push like just enough that you give them space. Mm-hmm. To kind of learn. Yeah. Because if, if they're not given that space to kind of be like, oh, this is someone that cares about me. This is someone that wants to, like, listen to my problems. Yeah. Um, I should try mm-hmm. to kind of, like, allow that to happen, you know? Because that's honestly how a relationship also gets stronger. Yeah. 
um, is by allowing yourself to be vulnerable with a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only when we kind of give you the space, like, come on, like, it's okay. Talk to me. Yeah. You know, it's only you and me. It's not like I'm like someone that is trying to hurt you. <laughs> like, yeah. You got to create that uh, sense of vulnerability and safety at the same time. You know, you got to make sure like, yo, you can actually really tell me. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just you and I right now. It's just you and me. That's it. You know, you got to, you got to say it in a voice that's like, Tone-wise, like, yeah, very right. gentle. super important. Yeah. yeah, very gentle, but very, like, stern and comforting at the same time. Does that make sense, right? It's like, yo, just tell me. Yeah. You know, and then it eventually works, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've had experience in that. I had to, like, push her buttons and shit. Uh, number five, telling them they were wrong for how they feel or how they felt because it just didn't happen. That's just gaslighting, I feel like. Yeah, that's not gaslighting. It's 100%. Like, yo, that's you shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Telling them they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's just gaslighting. I think the only time I'd gaslight. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yo, hear me out. Hear me oh, out. No. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's not even like like that. Okay. okay. Only time I'd gaslight if it's like something I enjoy doing. And I'm telling them how amazing it is, and like telling them like, "Yo, you better enjoy this shit." Right? It's trust me, it's so good. Okay. Right? Okay. That that's the, that's that's like that. Not like like other things. Right. You know, it's like yo, I I want you to enjoy this. Yeah, not in the serious right? manner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that I understand. Yeah. Damn. I want. I wonder what it's like to be toxic. I I'm I'm not I'm not I don't want to be that person, but I'm, I'm always curious. I'm like, damn, what would. What are, what are people like in toxic relationships? Like the being a toxic person, person. Yeah, right. It's like it's very it's it's intriguing to me. I'm like, how how fucked up are you to be talking that bad to like your girl, or your partner, or whatever? Mm. Right? It's like what's what's going through your head, mm. right? Why are you talking down on someone who's trying to like probably lift you up? Yeah, right. Me and my manager had a conversation about this, so it's like it intrigued me. I'm like, damn, man, this is like some real shit. It's like, how do you? Yeah, how, why why are you doing this to the person, you know? It's crazy because what I've always noticed with really toxic relationships is I've seen, like, they they might not have the best relationships at home. No, yeah, we talked about it, too. Like, it, it bled on from, like, other things. And then the, the, but there'll be situations where they do have a great relationship at home. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that. It's more so the things they consume. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Have have you ever been in a toxic relationship? I don't think so. Mm. I think there were moments of toxicity, but it didn't mean it was a toxic relationship. Fair, fair. You know what I mean? Does it make sense? No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, it's like you've done toxic things, but it doesn't mean it was like the whole relationship was toxic. Yeah. Because it's not like we were like fighting every day and it was like that bad. Yeah. Because tread lightly when you use the word toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Because there are, like, actual toxic relationships that, to me, are, like, that's bad. Mm-hmm. And for someone to say, like, oh, I have a toxic relationship, but it's not, like, like this. Yeah. Like, you know those, those ones where, like, they fight every day. Mm-hmm. They say, like, the worst things to each other. Yo, I've, I've, I've seen them. That aren't just insulting, but, like. Degrading. Degrading and things that they would do. Yeah. Like like now it's actions that they would do against mm. the other person. I've I've heard, um, like a lot of physical abuse, mm. um, even just like doing crazy. Sh- like some of the craziest things I've seen were like throwing a boyfriend's PS five 
Damn. Out the window. Like you've actually witnessed that shit. Oh no. Oh, oh, okay, no, okay. No. I, I thought it was on like, the internet. On the internet. Yeah. Okay. That one's like, I keep my space pretty, pretty yeah. healthy. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the only toxic things I see nowadays are like on the internet. I try mm. not to like be involved with anything like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I've seen like things like oh, he keyed my car. <laughs> she keyed. She keyed his car, or like breaking. Dude, I saw one recently, and it was hilarious because it was so dumb yeah she was trying to blow up her boyfriend's car uh-huh so she like put like gas inside and like lit it up and then it backfired and like and a little explosion happened in her face Damn. um hilarious as in like dude how are you gonna do that and mm-hmm. mess up but obviously yeah. like, that's not okay yeah. people getting hurt is not okay but yeah things like that i think that's crazy yeah. to me yeah <laughs> If you if you're in a toxic relationship, hey man, I pray for you. It's tough. I hope one you either get out of it or you know it gets better. Ooh, but I feel like a lot of people try to say that. Like, yeah, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. Ooh. You know, I feel like you gotta know the point when you should leave a toxic relationship. I feel like you should just leave it. I feel like that's just clean cut. Restart. See, I want to say something, but I don't want to manifest. It, you know what I mean? I think you know what I'm going with this. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to. Um, I remember Mariba. You know Mariba? Who? Mariba, M-E-R-E-B-A. No. Oh, she's like oh, an artist. Oh, I think I do. She's like a, a singer, singer-songwriter. Okay. And uh, she said this thing where um, don't plant a seed if you do not wish to grow it. Mm. So I was like, I'm, I don't want to plant that shit in my head. Right. You know, I don't want to plant the ideas of talking relationships in my head because then I'm like, I'm going to... Like self sabotage myself into doing it, right? Right. So like, fuck that shit. Super random. Um, just because the Olivia Rodrigo album came out, have you listened to any of it? I listened to like eighty percent of it. Okay. Is she toxic? Just a question. See, I didn't really listen to lyrics that much. I was just vibing to it. But I think um, there are some things that were kind of problematic to me. I think there are some things where <laughs> you just don't bring that shit up. Yeah, you know, but I mean, if it's her her way of expressing her feelings, and yeah, sure, by all means, you know. But yeah, a part sure. of it is coming from like, yo, it's a little bit of like, yo, fuck you. This is this is this is it. Yeah. I feel like, what do you what do you call that state in grief? Oh, anger. Mm. I feel like that's where she's at. Okay. Even though, even though I'm pretty sure like the, she's already done grieving, but like, oh, you in know, the like, album, in the album, like yeah. the way she sings it, it's like it's very like angry. Yeah, I mean, very Al- Avril Lavigne inspired esque, right? But it's still, it's like. Right, Avril Lavigne was still happy <laughs> seeing that shit, you know. Okay, she she's like fueled. You you can hear it. Yeah, I mean like which I it, fuck with. I'm saying this out of out of the, the headspace that I don't support any sort of sneak disses. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Do you like sneak disses on on like artists? It's fun. It's funny yeah. to hear. Yeah, it's like oh shit. Yo. I think Eminem going at MGK was cool, but like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, sneak disses to me are like, why? Like to me, it's, okay, sneak this, sneak this is like a very pussy move in my opinion. Yeah. I'm like, yo, because I, I grew up with like rappers and shit. Yeah. Like hearing them, it's like, yo, this straight up said that shit. Yo, fuck you. Yo, and then they say their lines. Yeah. Right? Like, bro, even you know the movie 8 Mile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that scene where um, fucking Eminem's against Papa Doc and you know, it's the greatest like rap battle I've ever seen or at least like because it's Eminem and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's yo, he's just like straight up dissing all of them. 
yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, this guy is, you know, he's not sneak dissing straight up at you right now. He's saying it to your face. Yeah. Right? And it's like, yo, tell tell the shit straight up. Yeah. You know, this straight up, you know. It's like, yo, you're you're cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, yo, fuck you. Mm. Yeah, sorry, that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I had mixed feelings about a lot of the things that she, she did in her. Mm-hmm. I love her music. Yeah. Not all of it. I love her music, though. Yeah. I think there's just some things that I was like, ooh, why did we say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was just, there was one line that, I, I don't know, felt weird to me. Mm. You know, I'm not going to bring it up. It's okay. <laughs> um, Just like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Do I like any rappers that d- degrade women? No. I think I don't. I don't think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Either way, yeah, I'm equal. <laughs> I'm neutral. I just think people should just make music. Yeah, like, yeah. If you if if it's you know something that you need to feel out, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like targeting people, yeah. Hey man, I like it when people take shots. So I'm kind of. I like uh, you like the problematic. <laughs> nah, dude. I'm you like you like the drama. You like the tea. Yeah, okay. I'll be real. Like, I think I've been called this. Yeah, no, I've been called. I'm an instigator. You but are I also, an instigator. I'm an instigator, and true. I I like seeing the chaos from outside. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, drama. It's not for me, but I want to enjoy this shit. Yo, swing my popcorn. Let me let me Ken see what's loves happening. To push buttons, bro. I do. I actually do, and it's like I push it a bit. Like I'm out. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's bad. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. it, to me, it's like this guy got I me enjoy in trouble it. just like a few. Okay, days that ago. that was not intentional though. <laughs> that was unintentional though, right? Uh, if you know, you know. That's that's all we're gonna say. That's all we're gonna say. Anyways, that is all the time that we have for today. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, name any any other things that you want to talk about in mm-hmm. uh, the comments below. We always feel the need to bring yeah. up anything to help you guys. Um, as always. Leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Tune in to our Spotify. Also, tune in to any new latest things that we have cooking up. We have a few things in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys already heard me mention my film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have another project that me and Ken are doing. Yep. So tune in to that one. Um, any other last words for you? Um, yo, that's that's kind of it. Yeah. You know, nothing, you know, we're just, we're just doing our things right now. You know, I yeah. kind of, um, on my end, I'm at a stage of like, I'm like networking and shit. Right. And I don't want to like reveal too much to people. Cool. As corny as it sounds, like, cool. I just don't want to cool. say it until like, I have something to prove. Right. Or something to show right. for it. But yeah, um, follow me. I have shit that I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm excited for it. And yeah, if you're in Toronto and you're down to like network on a creative side, totally down for that. Just hit me up, you know, Instagram, bio, both of us. And yeah, that's been the Booth Podcast episode seventy-seven, I believe. Seven, yes. Oh, yeah. um, I f- believe we'll put it in the description. Click the link in the description below to support and help produce my film, What Once Was Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, any help goes a long way. So, yeah. you can do that. Um, that's been the booth. That's been Dom, Ken. Peace out.